Welcome to another episode of Build Your Authority with me, Fergus Patterson. Today's guest is La Dehondra Hervey. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Fergus. I'm excited to be here. No problem at all. Is it possible to introduce yourself briefly to the audience and tell a little bit about your book? Absolutely. So as Fergus mentioned, my name is LaDondra Hervey, and I am the author of an award-winning book called Powerful Beyond Belief. And I am also what's called a soul alignment business coach, where I help women entrepreneurs go from purpose into profit and beyond into legacy impact. And you said, Fergus, to tell a little bit about my book, Um, a little bit about my book, like I say, it's called Powerful Beyond Belief. And the subtitle is it's release who you think you need to be so that you can become the entrepreneur that you were called to be. And the thing about that is what the reason why I wrote that book, Fergus, is because I was, um, I come from a background where um, we, there was a lot of trouble in the home, like where the drug abuse, alcoholism, all the things. And so I had made a commitment that when I came into my adult years that I would break that generational cycle. And I wanted to break that generational cycle through entrepreneurship. And so once I started my journey, I, I, I did what they tell you to do. They tell you to get out there, market yourself and all the things. But once I got out there and I started marketing myself and going to networking events, I found myself trying to conform to fit because I felt like that was what we were supposed to do. And a lot of times when I didn't fit, like the the people would kind of project their stuff on me and try to tell me like, oh, that's not right. Or, oh, this is all these things. And so I found myself eventually kind of drowning my own message. And then I I reached this place to where I had got discontentment in my heart. And I'm like, okay, I am all the way out of my lane. I have to get back to the place of who I am, what makes me great, and what makes people gravitate to my message and how I serve authentically. And so I created this book to be a framework to help people to walk through and break through those lies that they have been taught to believe and uh, break through those limiting beliefs and break through just all the patterns where they are conforming to fit so they can break out and become the entrepreneur that they were created to be. Brilliant, brilliant. When did it, when did this come about that you actually you wrote the book? Was that uh, when you during your journey after like after you'd done a bit of your journey and you wanted to give back to the person that was previous, or when did that come about? It actually came about um, as I was going along my journey. So I had broken uh, past like those barriers. I had got out of those environments that wasn't conducive to my growth and I started to figure out how to break out of the mold that I was in and really start to get myself pick myself up and and get positioned in the marketplace how I was destined to be positioned and so once I started to do that like I felt this inclination that I would write a book now I didn't know I didn't know when I was going to write a book, but I felt an inclination that I would write a book. Well, as it would be, it came a little sooner than I thought. And um, and, and and I saw this, this advertisement that came um, about with a lady that I follow, and she was talking about some book writing and um, hiring for a book writing coach and all the things. And so I'm like, 
ah, I just kept feeling like I should, I should, I should just inquire about it. And so I inquired about it and that's where the journey began. And so at that time I was able to use my experience of going, starting as an entrepreneur and using that to put my message in this book. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely. Did you almost have to retrace your footsteps? I did, which was really a healing kind of thing for me, because Mm -hmm. as I was going back and retracing my footsteps, I was able to see like what like what mindsets that I actually had to overcome. Where was I? Why? How did I get to that place? Like and, and what did I do to break through those barriers? And so I was able to create a framework to go from the beginning, the middle, and then also to to progress to the end, because I you know, you can just sell theology. You can talk about theology, but if you don't have the practicality to walk that out, then you'll find yourself just in these cycles of not really achieving your goals or becoming who you were destined to be or who you're striving to be in the marketplace. What lessons did you think you you learned by retracing your steps? What what because obviously we we're always told as like obviously entrepreneurs or or business people or or authors that to to learn to teach to somebody that's like learning it twice so did that feel very much like that absolutely and what I learned is going through that process is that one like I said it was not only healing for me because I'm a high achiever and so I'm a I I go 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 but that was that time in writing this book it was it, it gave me that time to reflect back on the journey and where I had been what I had went through how I overcame and how I've been helping clients to overcome because it wasn't just my story that's embedded and intertwined in this book. It's the, the experiences that I've had with my own clients. And so as I was going through it and, and writing it and pro- progressing through it, then it was I was able to see um, some of the lessons that I've learned. And some of those lessons that I've learned is that, you know, you can't let, you can't build a, a business according to somebody else's expectations. Like you can't establish your authority according to somebody else's vision. You can't, you gotta get out of those environments that are not um, sharpening your ideas that are not uh, uh, edifying you in the way that you need to be edified so that you can grow to that next level. And, and so I was able to kind of see like with tangible evidence like what what I have done how I've overcame and how I've helped other people overcome and so those lessons where it was like me learning twice and I'm just like kind of walking through it and I'm just like ah I see oh okay this is why this has happened because sometimes you're going so fast that you can't appreciate the moment of what you're walking through the process does that make sense Fergus Oh, definitely. One hundred percent. Did you have to like sort of make time to wind yourself down and almost get yourself into a state to write? How did that sort of work? So how did how it worked is first before I even wrote the book was set the intention for the book. What did I want this book to accomplish? And when I set that intention for the book, then as I was sitting in that state of mind, like I let that become the state of mind that drove everything that I wrote. And from that place, then I feel like it, it, it flowed a little bit easier because I was able to then come up with a framework to position me within my intention. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, sorry. Um, 
So when when you did that and you, you set the attention, was that was that something that you learn or is that was that you you've always done that, say when you've done your business and, and everything else, that's that's been intentional. So you've you did it in that way. Yes, so it's a little bit of both on that one. With me, I am, again, I'm, I'm results driven. And so I always think from the end to the beginning, like what, what are we trying to accomplish here? What, what's the purpose? What's the vision? What journey am I going to take my audience on? But so the, I think from that place all the time, whether it was writing the book in my business, everything. However, now I will say the second part of that is like when I hired the book coach, because I did hire that book coach, which also helped to kind of lay things out. I was able to write my book in 90 days and it's it's a it's a well-written book. And and it did, because there was a process to walk it through. Um, and so when she had us to uh, do that, she asked us what would be our intention, which was right in alignment with how I normally think. But she also took it a step further and said, do you want this to be a bestseller? Do you want this to be something to launch you into your business? Do you want this to be something where it, it becomes just an additional stream of income? What is your intention for this book? And when we took it from that approach, then it, it made the writing process so much easier, so much clearer. And then it helped us to focus on the real goals that matter to us the most and the real values that we wanted the book to stand on and accomplish. And I suppose it's almost like thinking of that one person to move that one person with the writing, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Moving them from point A of where where they're stuck, maybe, or where where they're experiencing pain to where they want to be ultimately. And so it is a journey. Where what journey do you want them to go on? And you know, when we say that, it just kind of makes me think about. Um, I think. Let me see if I get it right because this wasn't this wasn't planned with uh, John Maxwell, where he said, if you're when you're leading people, either you're out, you're you're leading people, but if you don't have anybody following you you're just out for a walk. I feel like the same thing is true for us when we're writing a book. If you don't have anybody that you are planning or intention to lead through a particular journey, then you just wrote a book for fun. And so you really have to really know what your intention is and what your what journey you're trying to take that that ideal avatar, that ideal client, that ideal book reader on, so that may, you may be able to effectively lead them according to the goal and the plan and the purposes that they want to accomplish. So does that almost come back to like, and I love that quote, but being serious about it, and and as well as that, but being serious about it you're you're actually you're being you're driving that intent you're setting that intention and you're almost you're so serious about it that you will even if you make mistakes it'll just be a draft it'll be just an, another draft and you will be looking to get that almost like a completed masterpiece because of it Yes. And that's exactly what happens. We, and she preferenced us with that. She said, you know, release that. Um, and when I say she, our book writing coach, release that, um, 
the need for perfection because you're going to have that um, ugly first draft. She actually used another word, um, but you're going to have that ugly first draft and be okay with that because what's going to happen is as you continually write, then you will start to almost to perfect the message that is trying to be born or the message that's trying to be birthed through you. But if you never get, if you never write it down, then you never have it. You never have anything. But once you start to write it down, then you'll start to be able to, the message becomes a little bit clearer and a little bit clearer and you start to get out of your head. I suppose it's almost like painting a picture, isn't it? Yes. Yes. It, it, it really is. And it's almost, it's, it feels like it's, you know, I hear, hear a lot of artists talk about them being like on this spiritual journey when they're painting. It's almost like you go on this spiritual journey. You're becoming, you know, I talk about my book and becoming powerful beyond belief. It's like you're becoming even more as you're writing it, this, that, that spiritual journey of releasing the old and, and, and come, becoming aware of what, where you've been, where you're going and the journey that you're taking people on. It's, it's a beautiful experience and so you know for those of you who may be stuck in your head and just kind of like thinking just thinking about it I would challenge you to not just think about it to like get into that think of it like uh, Fergus just said think of it as your artistry where you're able to just just create something abstract and then as you create that abstract painting then you can kind of will it in with a little bit more of the the logical framework of what it means to actually write a book, but first just be really abstract and know that there's going to be, it's not gonna be pretty. It's not gonna be a cute manuscript at first. You're gonna make mistakes. It's probably not gonna make sense at first, all the things, but eventually you'll you'll start to put it together and find the order and, 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 and be able to figure out what's that destination that you want to take your people on. Would you um, instruct the audience to put a time frame on this or was there Absolutely. never a time frame on it? Absolutely. Again, I am results driven. <laughs> if you are really trying to create something that is beyond yourself, which is what I really strive to do, create something that's beyond myself, you really need to put a time frame on this because the, the, the longer that you wait then who's depending on your, your story to be written and you're waiting and wasting time and your wasting time is affecting somebody else's trajectory of their life or what problem that they may need for you to help them solve. And so we have to put a time frame on this thing, not only for them, but for yourself, because you start to, as you put that that uh, time frame on it, you start to feel that sense of accomplishment because you have a completed manuscript. You have something that is a finished work, and and now you're you're able to tangibly hold the evidence of what's been trying to be bo born uh, through you, birthed through you. Um, and so, yes, definitely put a time frame on it. And I always think of these the uh, book writing as a movement. You want to 
Um, I look at this as a, a your mission. You're putting your mission out into the world. And so, how can you create movement if you're if you're consistently just writing, 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 and never getting the the message out into the world? How are you How are you getting that out into your the hands of your people if you're holding withholding it, just stuck in the writing process? Greatness is born through imperfection, and you and so you have to just take those steps. And as you take those steps, then that imperfection becomes the perfect thing that that uh, people get to hold and experience from what you you produced you almost have to have like two separate sessions one for letting things flow and being creative and then another session to organize it in a way that is what you feel that the the actual um the the um reader is reading Absolutely. And so when you do go through that, and I agree with that. So when you go through that, you have those sessions, like we talk about the ugly first draft, but then after you go through that ugly first draft, then you can go back, you can do your edits, you can, you can do the rewrite of it to just kind of see, like, get it to a place to where you really wanted it to be. Um, but first, you got to give yourself the, cre- the uh, permission to be creative. And then after you be creative, then go back and then do the rewrite of it and what i'd say back kind of coming back on time set a time every day to write so what we did is minimum 20 minutes per day to write and then if you go over that 20 minutes then like it's it's great because that means you're in a flow and just honor the flow unless you have something else going um but the at the bare minimum 20 minutes a day we wrote a book 20 minutes a day in 90 days. And so if we were able to do that, you're able to do that, but you have to just get to writing. And, and, and so I do agree first that that creative flow and then go back, do the analytical work on it. Definitely. Definitely. Do, do you feel like, I mean, obviously you'd gone through the journey, you've given yourself permission, but did you almost have to give yourself permission to write this book as well? I did actually have to give myself permission to write the book because I didn't want to write a book at at the beginning. Like I was like, now remember, I said I knew that one day I would write a book, but it came faster than I thought. And so I was like, oh, I don't have time to write a book. Like this is not this is not the time for this. But it really was the time. And so I had to give myself that permission to say, okay. So if there was time, what would this look like? And, and, and I had to create space for it in my, in my heart and in my mind and in my calendar and, and then just take action from there. I think that so many times we, we, we won't give ourselves that, that permission to move forward because we're trying to overanalyze it in our mind. But if that wasn't a barrier, I would, say, I would flip it and say, well, if this wasn't a barrier, then what would this look like? And then you will be able to start to find a strategy so that you can get on track to writing that book. I think this is like, uh, in conclusion or in summaries, a lot of it is coming down to like self-awareness, if I'm Absolutely. being honest, like as in you're giving yourself permission, you're, 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 you're setting up the timeframes and stuff like that. Some timeframes aren't going to work for other people, but and some people aren't going to believe in it, but you're, you've got to be real and you've got to, be able to understand that you have to set a time frame. Absolutely. 
and honor that time frame. So don't just set it, but honor it and actually show up and do the work. Even if it's, if it's that you didn't even get that much done in that 20 minutes, but you actually, you started to think about it. You started, gave yourself that, that time to start processing it. You gave yourself that, that permission to start to visualize what you're trying to create, but don't ever let yourself off the hook by not that, by not honoring the time and the space, because that's when you get caught up in the whole writer's block and never getting to the end of producing your great work. Work. It, 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 producing your great work starts in small steps and those small steps over time leads to you finishing your book, a completed copy that represents what you were uh, intention to do. Thank you so much for coming on today. Where can people catch you? You can catch me at ladondrahervey.com forward slash book to be able to get all the, the things dealing with the book or to, you can order a copy of Powerful Beyond Belief. And we also have some free bonus interviews that would help people to release who they think that they are to become the entrepreneur that they were called to be. Thank you so much for coming on today, Dr. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Fergus. This has been awesome.